0: Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, everyone. This episode is being brought to you courtesy of my phone, considering my laptop is out of juice and I forgot to bring my cord today. Uh, It probably won't make that much of a difference, but anyway. That's
1: a weird title for an episode.
0: Yeah, it is a weird title for an episode. (laughs) It's a very long one. (laughs) Uh, But
1: what was actually the title of this episode, Nick? Follow the Leader. Following the leader, the leader, the leader. (laughs) Wherever he may go. Yeah, everyone's like... Poor Richard in both timelines. Like,
0: okay, whatever you say. Richard's job in this thing was to look confused an awful lot. In 1977 and in 2007. Of course, then Ben got the mother of all confused looks at the very end of the episode. We're like,
1: just hold for about 30 seconds, Ben. We'll just keep recording.
0: (laughs) It's like, uh... But it's interesting to see these guys being the confused ones.
1: Yes. So where, where do we want to start on this guy? This Let's get... Well, we got to get Janelle's uh,
0: instant hot take first.
2: <laughs> newbie feedback before the newbie has to leave. Yes. For the spoiler section. Uh, yes, that confused look on Ben's face was priceless. It was. Uh,
0: Did you share in some of that confusion?
2: Yes. <laughs> I I was thinking, wait, is the long con that Jacob is mortal instead of some... Immortal me, thing? ...island deity, which I'm not allowed to know yet, I suppose. Um Anyway, this makes me really... I'm probably going to go outside and think through Richard's lifetime line <laughs> in chronological <laughs> order. Uh. Just because this is worse than a usual flashback. <laughs> and I was confused in that moment where... um uh, We were re-watching Richard and John's encounter with each other when John, or when Locke was flashing through time Uh and he flashed into the present Uh or the, or like the then future and like such close quarters with linear John Locke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was confused then.
0: (laughs) You mean you were confused when the... When we previously saw the scene, or the current when we saw the scene,
2: currently today, okay, yes. <laughs> just like wait. So then, John Locke flashed to now. Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that because that's how this goes. Yep.
1: That's like episode two or three of this season. Yeah, it, had, that's a long payoff. Somewhere,
0: yeah, somewhere around there. Because Ethan was the one who had shot Locke and then he flashed to the night night scene Mm -hmm. and Richard shows up saying, you got shot, you're going to have to die, all this stuff. Which apparently Richard didn't know, it was just that Locke had told him to say that.
2: Mm -hmm. Man, and this the whole business of destiny and future and knowing the future and not feels just so circular. Like, it happened because I already experienced it, so I'm telling you it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: should we talk the circular thing? It's a good time for it. Okay. We'll, we'll come back to some of your feedback in a
1: minute but since we're on okay. this topic. Speaking of circular thing, there's a certain compass. Yes, there's a compass here that, so let's let's tr- let's just start with this episode. So, um, Richard has it, gives it to Locke, right? Is that, no, that works? Yes. Yes, yeah. Gives it to Locke. Locke goes back to 1950, gives it to Richard. Richard visits Locke when he's a child, tries to give him take the compass, doesn't work. And then he hangs on to the compass, compass apparently for thirty some years. Gives it to Locke, no, and then yeah, thirty some years. Then two thousand seven, Locke tells Richard to give it to his himself his, himself yes. again. And it, so the thing with the the thing with the compass is that it doesn't start anywhere. It literally doesn't have a beginning. It just keeps looping through this timeline. Yeah. So somehow the compass exists without ever having been made. Yes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> And this is on pur- the writers did this on purpose. There's a reason. Well, is there a the- reason more than the fact that it's just a fun paradox? Well, I think when we start talking loopholes, I think the whole the whole. We'll wait and see if we can wor- okay. work it out. We'll talk. We'll talk this out more okay. next step, next time, or even maybe when we talk. Spoiler corner. Oh, I guess uh,
0: possibly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, at least we can theorize about yeah. it. But yeah, it's a
1: it's a it's an interesting little
0: compass.
2: <laughs> oh boy.
0: Yeah. Anyway, back to your impressions.
2: Let's see. I am wondering whether Dharma's downfall is about to take place, because I remember there being some kind of an explosion in some flashback at us learning that Dharma had ceased to exist. Although I suppose that would also mean that 12-year-old Ben Linus got taken to the others to be rescued at roughly the same time as he was an adult escaping from
0: Well, or
2: participate. No, oh, no, wait, there was a slaughter, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, no,
0: you're, you're getting things a little mixed up. Yeah, because there was, there was the purge where yeah. like Ben helped gas the Dharma people. The incident okay. is, is something that uh, has been referred to back in the, the Swan Station Orientation video. Why they made the button. Why they made the button, because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing. We don't, We really have never had very many details about it. And just, I think the orientation video hints that there was an original intended purpose for the station, but then ever since the incident, they've had to push this button
1: for some reason. Right. The next episode is called The Incident.
2: Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I am f- expecting that what is taking place in this episode has got a fair amount to do with what makes Heloise who she is. Uh, (laughs) And I'm curious to see how it's supposed to be that she's going to know how to tell Jack. I guess it'd be just Jack and Saeed how to get back to their own timeline in theory if she's going to. And maybe it's from reading her son's notes that he made in the future and gave to her. (laughs) The journal has a circle too. I'm really glad we don't have circles quite like that in real life. hers is,
0: that journal doesn't have quite the same sort of circle because that one must have gotten made at some point because, yeah, because
1: she gave it as a birthday present or a graduation present, basically,
0: yeah, I guess so. so she it means she had to bought it. It was blank at one time.
2: She had written in it. It doesn't quite go back and forth through time. Like
0: N- not quite. The not,
2: does. Yeah, not to that she extent. goes back and then stays there, I guess. I
0: mean, granted, it's possible that at some point Eloise had two, two, two copies of the same book. Yeah. Um, like, assuming that she kept his notebook, oh, his filled-in notebook, and then she had to go buy the notebook again.
2: <laughs> that hurts my brain. <laughs> it's
0: like having two locks in the same
1: place. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. yeah.
2: That also hurts my brain. <laughs> what do you feel about
1: current and Jack uh, wanting to blow up a hydrogen bomb? Do you think he's a good idea or a bad idea?
2: I have no idea.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah,
0: I imagine the audience was fairly conflicted about this as well. Um, it's Faraday's idea, so it seems like it should have some merit. And it's Zen Jack, so it seems to be on the right page. But it is borderline crazy, right? <laughs> borderline, <laughs>
1: at least. Well Kate's like... You're going to blow up... When did it come... When did we start blowing up bombs? <laughs> and, and shooting and, and kids. And shooting kids. Yeah. That's season five for you. <laughs> I mean, the fact that Saeed's on all about it, you're like, um... <laughs> Saeed's not quite sane at this point. I mean, he's dark. Yeah. Yeah, he, okay. he, he's he been through a lot. He's like, ah I already killed Ben, and we didn't change. He's like, well, sorry, we didn't... Like, why would you save him?
0: Unfortunately, Kate is not... Uh, Her idea of helping is not super helpful either, because she just immediately gets herself caught and plopped in a submarine, breaking up Juliet and Ah. Sawyer's moment.
2: Oh, that bothered me so much. (laughs) Juliet and Sawyer, great.
1: um, Though, Phil is evil. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Rosinski is is kind of crazy. I mean, oh gosh, that
0: guy is... (laughs)
1: Both uh, of them, and her uh, um, horse, just like guys, stop. Darm- namaste, uh, please. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to be hippies, right?
0: <laughs> but is like, no. Rizzi like, no. is the, the militant yes. uh, hippie, the the militant progressive. Yep. <laughs> it's like I'm in charge now because because Swan. He's, we will. It's all about the Swan Station. Nothing will interrupt. Well, I wonder what his. It's actually kind of fascinating. He was so obsessed with building the swan station, and then it basically drove him to suicide later
1: mm-hmm.
0: on. Yeah. There, oh. Yeah.
1: There's that, uh, they make a lot of... Yeah.
0: There's that, that's, that's an interesting background there.
2: Although I wonder if that's because he had his one idea for what the swan was, and then it turned into just pressing the button. <laughs> that's, an, and that's why he killed himself.
0: It's, that's that's interesting possibility.
2: Like an, an exercise in futility, and his dream mm-hmm. being so different.
0: From what he thought it was going to be, yeah, yeah, I could see that. I mean, it, it's always fun to make these connections. I mean, I really enjoyed watching early in this episode. I mean, we've already, I know we've already talked about Eloise, but her kind of putting the dots together and her mm-hmm. talk with Jacks—like, I saw this guy disappear, then he showed up again, and I shot him, and and yet this is my handwriting. And what have I done? And mm-hmm. it's it's a nice, it was a nice character building. It would have been
1: really interesting. Richard has to have a very. Interesting view when he starts to figure out who's on 815. Yes. He's just like, um, because he says in 2007, is it in 2007 he says he saw them all die? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's so talking
2: he's, to Sun. So
1: mm-hmm. he's just having, he's got to just. So that's a little
0: foreboding. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's kind of interesting perspective, yeah, from Richard that,
1: yeah, these people are important somehow. Mm hmm. Well, he knows Locke's important. Yeah. But even back in season three, he's like, we've been waiting for you a long time. You do. Ki- I do kind of wonder sometimes.
0: If Richard knew anything about the candidates.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to figure that
0: out. That's a word we haven't explored no, yet, but it'll, no. be, it'll be a bigger deal next yeah. season. Um, but I, I wonder if he knew much about that and who they were.
1: Anything else important? That's oh, oh, I have quite another question for you now. How do you feel about uh, current Locke?
2: Uh, I guess there's something about coming back to life after being killed that really stabilizes you. <laughs> he, I enjoy how, at least so far, he seems impervious to Ben's manipulations, and he's responding the, quote, right way. Just, okay, thank you for your input. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, unflappable. I mean, I enjoy seeing unflappability in other people because that's something I really hope for for myself someday maybe in another 30 years <laughs> but yeah I feel like that, that that makes complete sense that he what you're gonna be afraid of if you've already died mm-hmm. and I enjoy him seeing through what Ben is trying to do that is very satisfying
0: it is interesting that that scene where he's like, Ben, why don't you come with us? And, it's like, and uh, Ben's like, what? Don't you trust me? <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, I, I completely trust you. You're fine. But you can come if you want. And Ben's like, oh, sure, fine. OK. <laughs> he's so frustrated because he was trying to goad him and, and Locke just completely didn't take the bait. Yep. Is, is what it felt like.
2: <laughs> that's, that's very enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your, your tricks aren't working anymore, Ben.
0: <laughs> and Ben is just so completely un, un, unhinged. Yes, un, it's like, Heartless. how did you know this? What's going on, uh-huh.
2: huh? <laughs> uh-huh.
0: This is supposed to be my island. What, huh?
1: We're going to see Jacob. You're going to kill him, huh? <laughs> you haven't seen Jacob, have you, Ben?
2: <laughs> poor Ben. Well, he's never been poor Ben, but his his life is just completely unraveling.
1: Mm-hmm. Utterly. <laughs>
2: oh boy.
0: Uh yeah,
2: that's probably a good segue into spoiler corner. Right?
0: I I think so. Unless there's okay. anything else you wanted to talk about,
2: I think I'm good.
0: Okay, all right. We'll see you in a bit. Okay, I think okay. it's safe. So, well, um, I'm lock, lock, not lock, not
1: lock. What what do they call them? Flock. Some people have called them flock for fake lock, fake lock. A.k.a. Man in Black. Uh, I love, like, Richard's just like, this is not the guy I remember. <laughs> Something seems different here. So, okay, so here's my, and I haven't thought this out, so this might be nonsense, but with the compass thing also. So, the loophole is the fact that he became one of the candidates, right? I think so. But he himself told Locke he had to die so that he would die so that he could tell Locke that he had to die. hmm So I think that's the, I mean, it's the same as the compass. Like, it had to work for him to tell him to die.
0: Hmm, okay. I see where you're coming from. But, ha- wait. So there's no beginning. So there's no beginning to the idea that he had to die? I thought, well, okay, no, wait. We, I'm Chris, not Chris certain. His, Christian Shepherd has also said that. Mm-hmm. Huh. I mean, we, we talked before about how he s- tried to set these things in motion. I mean, he certainly created a Locke, who would believe such things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I've talked before how I have this, this suspicion that when Locke saw Christian Shepard in the cabin, the, the the smoke monster, man in black, basically infected him, mm-hmm. and which is one reason why Locke was hallucinating Christian Shepard in nineteen or not nineteen, back in the olden days when the statue was still intact. Yeah, yeah. which would been which would have been before Richard had even gotten on the island. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if maybe he would have set some of those things. That, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like theoretically, maybe he was setting things in motion. Then I see what you're saying that the uh, the, the comp, I, I, part of me just likes the idea of the compass being kind of the standalone thing. But other, but I feel like the for story wise, Man of Black had to have started this process somehow.
1: Well, but uh, yeah. Well, I'm I don't I haven't thought this all through and it's super confusing. That there's this self. How? Let me start again. <laughs> It's interesting, how do you know to come to this moment, the island told me? And I do think that there's a certain amount of this time stuff that Man Black actually has communication. And because because he had to know to come to that spot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I think there's some of this timeline thing that is kind of built into, almost predestined, I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess there's some truth in that. I I guess I was thinking that maybe he would have figured it out from things that he had heard or something before, but, yeah, I don't know how he would know that
1: exact time. Now, granted, he might have also, I mean, obviously, if you if living through 77, there's ways, you, you know, maybe he saw some of Faraday's things, he obviously saw super weird things happening, but the problem is everything that's happening happened because future people told him to do it. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, I almost think that the, I, I have not thought through this at all, that the people who came back to 77 were brought on purpose, partly to get this thing going. Mm-hmm. Because by starting the incident, the incident makes this loop happen. Mm-hmm. They're not destroying the loop. They're making it happen. Right. So I don't know how it starts exactly, but I think it got some supernatural something. Okay. I, 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 I'd probably need, like, a whiteboard and half an hour to figure it out. But <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the problem here
0: is that we really don't have the full story. Like, they don't, they don't go into very, very more much more mm. sp- specifics about all this even in season six. No. Uh, about how, I, I think it, when um, Man in Black and Jacob and Count meet each other at the end of the next episode, they say, Locke says something like, you have no idea w- what I've had to go through to get to this
1: point. Yeah, I, it's a ridiculously long, complicated con that I think very observant people could put together. And I think the writers understood. Mm-hmm. But,
0: But I mean, if they made a time loop, like, how do you make a time loop? That's that's my question. Like, in real, in the real world, yeah. How
1: do you make it happen?
0: Yeah, in a fictional world, yes, you can you can do it. But in the in the real world scenario, how do you start such a thing?
1: Well, you convince. I guess you convince Locke to turn the donkey wheel, as long as it's wobbly. Maybe he kept, maybe he's the one that kept it from from settling from settling. Place. Oh, oh, that's an interesting He made the donkey wheel. We know he made it okay from from the like across the sea across the sea oh okay now that's an interesting theory
0: because if you can if you can if you can mess time up so if you could if you can like jump into a place and then solidify the timeline at that spot maybe i mean i guess the problem is if you go with like the whole like splintering timelines thing that I, the problem is like that means you came from a different dimension time well, and period here, here, and did change well, everything here's the
1: other thing that the man in black has i mean he has the ability to sort of read your past i mean he has a certain time ability anyways yeah he has a certain amount of, i mean he is in some ways connected to the island in a, in a different and i don't know about deeper but a very intimate way that jacob is different than jacob i think i guess that's that there's and see
0: now there's a possibility if Smoke Monster Man in Black somehow had encountered a survivor in the past while they were skipping through time, mm-hmm. read their mind somehow, figured out what was going on, and was able to influence those events in that way. In a way that wasn't yeah. – not so much in the fact that the idea that he started a loop, but he exploited it. Yeah, exploited
1: it. And here's – well, and we're getting deep. This is going to be a long episode. Um, <laughs> is that we've always talked about there's, there's Jacob, there's Man in Black, and there's the island. True, and you don't know what. In some ways, if whatever happened happened, there's destiny. Is the destiny of this whole thing to finally rid the island of both of those of Jacob and Man in Black? <laughs> so maybe the island is trying to self-correct, move, self-correct to get rid of those two.
2: Yeah,
1: maybe. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I'm just throwing options out. And I think, in, I think you could certainly build a house of cards that would work for a variety of these things. They might not be the right answer, but they're not. It's hard to prove them wrong, I guess.
0: <laughs> True. I Which, mean,
1: we talk a lot about Man in Black's
0: machinations, but we do know Jacob is also working behind the scenes mm-hmm. about gathering the candidates. We'll see next episode about him, like, meeting these people when they're kids, basically. And he wa-
1: yeah, he wants to. He, w- he knows it's time to move on, mm-hmm. and Man in Black wants to move on. <laughs> yeah. Well, not in that in the not way. the way, he, yeah. He doesn't want to die, but. No. So, yeah, very inter- – and, and it's so funny that Jack's completely convinced that this is what they came for. And I guess it is what they came for. It is their destiny, but it doesn't do exactly – well, at all what he thinks it's going to do. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's, not, it's not the purpose that
0: Jacob wanted to bring them to the island for. hmm Jacob has his own plans that are completely
1: different from this whole time In, loop thing. You know, and I, I never connected to so Ben kills Jacob because oh. Ben Black can't kill him. yeah. So he's already doing that whole thing that happens in uh, season six where he has to get other people to do it for him. Mm-hmm. And Richard's the pawn in all this stuff. Yeah, poor Richard is just caught in the, the backwash of all these things. Uh. But, I mean, he's, he's believed since the 50s Locke is the chosen one. Uh-huh. And the only reason he believes that is because Locke was told that he's the chosen one. By Richard, was it? Well, and and it's beautiful. I mean... Oh, Locke's had this true. thing, I mean both, but I mean, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think the Man in Black's been manipulating Locke since...
0: Yeah, early, early. All over his life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't know all over his... Well, yes and no. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Time is wibbly-wobbly in this yeah. case. <laughs> but it's, this season, and we'll talk about more, is, is a ridiculously well... I mean, the payoff in this Follow the Leader episode is particularly clever just because it sets up these... These loops that are unusual for a sci- sci-fi show, I guess. It's a, it's a very well-tuned machine.
0: Yeah, and, and cannot have been easy to. No, I mean the only downside of it, in some ways, is I I kind of wonder if the writers burned themselves out because and some and we'll see how we feel about it. But I remember feeling like season five was stronger than season six. Yeah.
1: six is a whole different beast, and we'll have to, It's a yeah, we we'll It'll a, be different. it'll be very interesting to revisit it. Oh, just since, since Boy the Cloner. It was fun to see Richard making a little uh, ships, wasn't it? I <laughs> no, I thought of that. That's, that's kind of twisted it's in so a way. It's so sad. Richard, I mean, Richard's, it's been kind of a sad long life for Richard.
0: I mean, he came to the island on a slave ship, and then here he's he's building one, well, a ship in a bottle thing. He's basically a slave, too, now. Yeah. Which, again, actually also kind of interesting considering the, the bottle metaphor they use next season. hmm The ship is, is trapped in a bottle.
1: Yep. Anyways, I don't know what else to say. Oh, it's always interesting to me. We talked about this in season four that these penultimate episodes they like make everyone go in different directions. You are like, how are they all going to interrelate? I mean, yeah, three of them are on a sub. <laughs> I remember thinking that back then. You are like, they're leaving the island. Like what? Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember how everything comes together again. I don't. I don't remember. Obviously, the sub must not get very far. I know it doesn't, but I don't remember why. Me neither. But but we know it goes away because it takes miles, and um, we saw very briefly. Um, Oh, that's true. Charlotte. Yeah, they do get away from the island, and there's only one
0: submarine, isn't there? I think so. Yeah, uh, one CGI sub. Yeah, <laughs> that, that parting shot. I remember. All, I was like, I wonder if this will look better. No, no, this still doesn't look <laughs> that great. I mean, it's it's just a little too plainly CGI. Yeah, but that's okay. It was early 2000s TV. We've come we've come a long way. So
2: well, actually, it was, not even
0: early. Well, ish.
1: It was 2009. Yeah. So, anyways they they set up all the pieces. We have a. Uh, we're ready to both kill Jacob and blow up a bomb, which are, I mean, you can't ask for more in a season finale than kill the godlike deity you've never seen and blow up a n- nuclear bomb. <laughs> no one does uh, penultimate episodes oh, like Lost. man. And this is, this is about, I mean, this is the biggest explosion. Yeah, this, this, this season finale. I mean, unless is... you count blowing, uh, unless you count possibly destroying all of life, the universe, and everything next Season, but, it but that's look that's a, that's a series finale. Yeah. That's different from a season yeah. finale. Yeah. But still, this is this is this is yeah. Five is something else. It really is. It, so. it is probably the best, at least plot wise, writing of the whole entire season. Yeah, if you, series. if
0: you come for for loss, more for the character portraits. Season one is probably going to still be your favorite. Mm-hmm. Season five, in terms of sci-fi crazy plot
1: shenanigans, and just is amazing. pulling off things that you're just like, yeah, like episode after ap- episode, just pushing the boundaries of what you do on the television show. I mean, like you said, that that Locke-Richard scene was
0: from season three, and here we are, penultimate episode, paying it off. Like, giving it another side to that. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. So, All right, well, All right. we should wrap this up. This is going to be a long one, yep. but it's worth it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Weekly Hijack. This was the penultimate episode of the penultimate season of Lost. Things are... Well, they've always been interesting, but they're about to get explosive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so something from Danger Ask about
2: time to get explosive. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, folks. This is Tim. This is Nick. Bye bye.